look with us tonight in God's divine library. What a book, what a book. There's none like it. Oh, hallelujah. In uh, 1 Corinthians, please, book number 46, Paul writes to the Corinthian church. He loves them. They're special to him. Of course, all of them is. All the cares of the church have fallen upon him daily. And, and, it, and it comes on him. And he's got a load. He's got a, got a burden to carry. And all this has come upon him. And, and, uh, and he's, uh, he's concerned. First uh, Corinthians in the 10th chapter, if you would, with us tonight. And kindly what we're preaching tonight will go along, I guess, similar to what, what has already uh, been said in some of the uh, First Corinthians 10th chapter. Beginning in the 11th verse, 1 Corinthians 10th chapter, verse 11. Now all these things happen unto them for examples. And they are written for our admiration upon whom the ends of the world are come. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he stand take heed lest he fall. Therefore, uh, there hath no temptation taken you, but such is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but with a temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. Hallelujah. Lord, would you anoint us to preach your gospel tonight? We need the anointing. Except the Lord build the house, they that labor, laboreth in vain. Except he wake the city, the watchman waketh, but in vain. O Lord, it'll all be in vain, except you anoint us tonight, and except you waken us, and except uh, the master builder begin to, and get in the program and direct and, and uh, use us. Let us be clay in the potter's hand, that we may be used of the master, mold and make us in the way and the manner. That would please you. I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to preach your gospel, oh Lord. But I recognize tonight the responsibility how that lies upon me, oh, as we are headed to the eternal worlds. May tonight we sound the alarm and blow the trumpet, sure, and blow it, Lord, with all sincerity from our hearts. Give us ears to hear, minds to understand, eyes to see, hearts to receive. The Word of God and what you'd have done and said. And we'll praise you and honor you and thank you for it in Christ's name. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, here's, here's what I want to use for a text tonight, if you don't mind. It's found in verse number 13 of this uh, passage of Scripture, of 1 Corinthians 10th chapter. And uh, here's the part I want to use down toward the end. Away. To escape. A way to escape. Hallelujah. I noticed some things about this church that, uh, that you don't see in a lot of churches that, that we go into. And, uh, and uh, I even, uh, even where I pastored, <laughs> we didn't have it. One reason the fire marshal, I guess, didn't make it, and we holding this folks kind of be uh, it's kind of on the slowful side when it comes to things. You just about somebody has to pass the law, say you got to do it. You know what I'm saying? I mean that's just the way it is. Praise God. But uh, I noticed something when I walked into this church, and uh, 
By the way, my dad was a fireman and fire chief, and uh, and uh, un until he died, he was uh, uh, unexpectedly with a heart attack. Uh, he was a fire chief, and 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 uh, and uh, I was raised uh, some years around the fire department, and. Uh, uh, of course, always there was that. There was always, and also not only was he fire chief, but he was also a registered state fire marshal for our whole section of that country. He not only uh, done the uh, uh, done the fire department, but he also a lot of times inspected different places to make sure for safety. And when I walked into this church I, uh, uh, yesterday. I looked around and I saw some things and I said, ooh, I like this. And it says exit. Exit. Yes. Exit. Yes. I noticed right outside, even with those glass doors, yes. it says exit. Now hold on just a minute. With glass doors you can see through. It looks like you wouldn't need signs to say Come exit. But a lot of times in, in our dilemma and in our confusion, we get so disoriented until we go the wrong direction. Amen. And uh, so... Uh, that's a plus for your church that you got plenty of places to tell folks to get out. In case there's a fire or some kind of catastrophe to this building, there's different ways to get out. Now, I told them in course uh, uh, Mobile where we were for 19 years, uh, is Hurricane, that's Hurricane area. And uh, they've got routes that they've got laid out to, to exit and just get out and escape out of those, uh, out of that hurricane uh, uh, areas. And uh, uh, they got certain routes for that. Well, I told our folks when I come there to pastor, I said, now I'm going to tell you just like it is. When they announce a hurricane is coming into Mobile, if you got any smarts at all, you sheep's going to follow the shepherd and we're going to be leaving. Right. Come on. All right. Come on. Glory to God. Come on, brother. And uh, I said, all of you that don't, may God be merciful to you and protect you till we get back. Yes. Because I'm planning on leaving. And, uh, you know, sure enough, uh, for 19 years you experienced some things, and we listened. <laughs> well, I hope you don't fall out with me. But we listened, uh, when the hurricane is coming in, we listen to a radio station we don't normally listen to as a country western. But they got the best meteorologist of anybody. He's Dr. Bill Williams, the chief meteorologist. Amen. But it's constantly nothing but constantly nothing but weather when that thing's on. They don't have I'm walking the floor over you or goodbye blue or Sioux City Sioux or nothing like that. It's just simply Dr. Bills are telling us where the hurricane is. Huh? 
And uh, He's telling us what to look for and what to expect. And He's advising us of the conditions and the situation and, and what lies ahead and what's heading our way. And when it gets so close in and He says, uh, we're recommending for people to evacuate. In other words, escape. It's just what it simply means. You know what I, I, I do? I go to getting up my chainsaw. I get up my axe. I get up my gallon of gas with the oil mixed in it. Come on. I get me my couple of pairs of old Levi's the overalls. And uh, you know I had nothing like that, did you? Come on, bro. And I get my old country shirts, my old denim shirts, and my old work shirts. I get my hammer and a few nails and my <laughs> uh, toothbrush and a few other items like that. Store some water, put water in all the bathtubs, <clears throat> put water in jugs and get all that stuff together, get the flashlights and, the, and the, uh, all of that stuff and put stuff in the car. And when they say to escape, to evacuate, you know what I do? I had or not. Well, one year we done that twice in one year. Got off up there and way off up above Montgomery. Uh, we were on up, we couldn't even find a place in Montgomery. There, there was there was so many folks that was doing the same thing we were doing. But uh, we had to go on up, and we got way up there and got a motel. Well, they said it's all right. The hurricanes pulled out and gone back. Well, we left and, and headed back home, and about the time we got home, uh, KSJ, Dr. Bill Williams, has said, it's heading back this way. What did I do? I've done the same thing I've done the first time. I left out. Amen. I'm wanting to preach to you tonight a way to escape. Hallelujah. Did you know God makes a way... You go back and study the Bible, and, and we'll talk about some of these things, the Lord willing. I don't spend too much time rambling. But, uh, 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 but God, before great events happen, He always puts it somewhere in some form of a message to sound the warning of what's fixing to take place. Hallelujah. Now, brother and sister, we can look around us tonight and see the sign. If you'll take Matthew 24 and uh, you'll take uh, uh, the book of Mark, uh, the, the 13th chapter of the book of Mark, the 21st chapter of the book of Luke, yeah. and you'll study those out, you're going to find 44 reasons of the coming of the Son of God. Of uh, 40 reasons. And, and if you'll study those those 40 reasons that were mentioned of the coming of the Son of God, I, I can prove to you that they have taken place and there's no reason He could not come, come on, this man. very night. Preaching God. Come on, man. Amen. Come on, yet, 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 in this day that we live of coldness and indifference, when uh, people are so engulfed over the things of this world, oh, how we need to be stirred, all of us that know. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. If there's ever been a time we need to draw nigh unto God, it's now. Praise the Lord. Oh, listen, I'll tell you what, I believe I could quote it, but why don't we just turn to Luke 21 right fast uh, and look at uh, verse number 34. And, uh, and let's just walk down through this uh, just for a minute if you don't mind. Uh, rather than quote it, let's just, uh, let's just walk down through it. And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with serving and drunkenness and cares of this life, so that that day come upon you Unawares. Oh, hear me now. For as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the earth. Now this is not just a, a, a Israelite thing. This is not just a, a, a Judah thing. This is not a select group. But on the earth. There's a difference here now. It's coming on the, all the earth. Watch ye therefore and pray... Always that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and stand before the Son of Man. Oh, hallelujah. That you shall, uh, uh, that, uh, uh, that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things uh, that shall come to pass. Escape what lies ahead. Hallelujah. There is warning after warning after warning after warning what lies ahead. Praise God. As I said before, God always sends a warning by somebody before He does a major thing and a major event takes place. Oh, preacher. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You have never heard, and I've been saved going on close to 40 years, and preaching for going on close to 40 years. But can I tell you, I've never in 40 years seen so many preachers stirred and moved to pray and to preach and to tell and to warn men of the second coming of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That this day should not take you unawares. Hallelujah. Jesus admonishes us three times, Be you also ready, for in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. Hallelujah. Is it that they're not warned? Oh, yes, they're a warned. Was there not a way out? Oh, yes, there was. But no one would pay attention. Listen, in the days of Noah, as it were in the days of Noah, so shall it be. In the coming of the Son of Man, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage and knew not. Did they not have an opportunity? Yes, they did. Did they not have a preacher? Oh, they had a preacher. The Bible calls him a preacher of righteousness. Hallelujah. I bet you see, Brother Neil, the thing is, uh, it had never uh, rained before like that. Oh, no. And it's never been judgment like there's going to be on the world. But hear me tonight. We have an opportunity, and God has made a way that we can escape. Yes. More. When you look in the lexicon, 
It means more than there sits an exit. But it simply means this is the route by which you must take and you must take action. And it must be in motion. And you must not stay where you were. You must move. Hallelujah. You see, Noah's exit and escape was the ark. Hallelujah. God laid out the plan and gave him the blueprint. And Noah built it according to the way God said build it. Am I preaching right? And when he built it like God said build it, it was a boat that would float. Hallelujah. The only way it's going to float is build it God's way. The only way you're going to get out is God's way. Oh, hallelujah. I know I build a boat by God that would float. Oh, praise God. It was an ark. Oh, it was a covenant. It was a safety. It was a rescue for Noah and for his family. Hallelujah. God told Noah to build it and how to build it, how to pitch it and what to build it out of, and Noah build accordingly. It was a day come when God spoke to Noah and said, Enter into the ark. And he entered in. He had preached some, some have said a hundred. 120 years. But I think if you'll back up and check that out, that's not exactly what he meant. When he talked about 120 years, but he was talking about the life of man being shortened. A man wouldn't live as long as he had lived. Did you think it was... Oh, no, no, no. It was better than 90 years. Oh, no, preached. And no warned. It Paul. It is a forewarning. It is a way. Oh, hallelujah. He built and preached. He preached and built. And he and his wife and three sons and their wives entered into the ark as the Lord had commanded them. I want to show you how blind if I can by the Word of God people become at the signs. Oh, what a sign. Animals now become also the curse of Adam has become wild. By nature, they no longer have come to man and curl up to man. And the little man, by nature, animals have turned away. But God changes the nature of a certain number of animals that they come in by the clean and by the unclean. That should have been enough to see something they never seen before. To see a Art that they never seen. Oh, to hear preaching they had never heard. And maybe it's like our day. When they said, Oh, we've heard that before. And their granddaddy preached that. Uncle Tom preached that. They, yeah. But I'm telling you, there's coming a time. Only those that are prepared are going to escape. Hallelujah. Have God spoke to Noah? And Noah went in the ark. And his family went in with him. If you'll study out, there was seven days of waiting. And there was that time of waiting. And the seven days, the good Spirit of God lingered. But the time come when God shut Noah in and shut them out. There's no way out. There's no way to escape now. And Noah is safe inside. 
and they're lost outside. Oh, let me say to you tonight, if you're going with the best group of people uh, that you could ever go with, you better make preparations uh, while the exit, uh, while the escape route is still open. You know what happens in that hurricane? Eh? A lot of people wait too late to try to get out. They'll tell them, don't, uh, after the hurricane comes in, don't try to get out. Don't get outside. Don't try to leave. Uh, lie somewhere, wherever you can. That's the safest place you can stay. But you know, people are so foolish until they'll wait till it hits and start trying to escape. And then more people lose their lives because they wait too late to try to get out and try to escape. Hey, listen to me tonight. Somebody's sitting on the sound of my voice. While you have the opportunity, today is a day of salvation. Behold now, it's accepted time. Escape now. Get out now. Hallelujah. Get ready to leave now. Make your preparations. Get everything ready. Don't wait. Don't wait. Until Jesus Christ Himself descend from heaven with the shout of the voice of an archangel with the trump of God and the dead in Christ rise. And we which remain are caught up to meet Him in the air. And so shall we ever be. Don't you wait till then. Don't you wait till then. But brother, while there's a chance to escape, get ready. Oh, God! And they shall be like the five foolish virgins. They shall be like those who are outside when God shuts Noah in. They'll want to get in then. You might not want it tonight. But before this time, tomorrow night, you might wish a million worlds over if you could possess them to have another opportunity to get out. Amen. My advice to you is take action while the Lord is merciful. Take action while you can. Hallelujah. Oh, sure, we're going through some things. The Christians are going through things. Oh, yes. Oh yes, there's things that happens to us that happens uh, unto you and unto our friends and unto those that are out yonder in, in, the, in the world. Did not today, when it rained, did not it rain on everybody? Hallelujah. Oh yeah. And just because we're saved does not exempt us from troubles and problems. Amen. Oh, but we got an escape. Hallelujah. It does not exempt us from tribulations and temptations and trials. Amen. Oh, to be tested and tried. Praise the Lord. Not only does the storm try the ship, but it also proves the captain. Hallelujah. The little girl was playing on the deck of the ship and it was in the midst of a terrible a storm and, and everybody was a fright. And they'd put on their life jackets and, and they'd got the life boats and got them to the side and was ready to let them down in case the, uh, the ship sank. And the little girl sat there playing with a little doll. And somebody come by and said to her, said, Sweetheart, aren't you afraid in this storm the way this ship is going? And she looked up and smiled at him and said, No, I'm not afraid. 
I'm not as scared. They said, you're not? I said, oh no. I said, you see, my daddy's a captain. And he's uh, been in the storm before with this ship. And he knows how to sail. Oh, hallelujah. You see, the thing is this, the one that we are following and the one that's the captain of our salvation knows how to handle the storm and how to take care of us in the midst of the storm. Oh, hallelujah. How that how made a way to escape that you might be able to get out after a while. Oh, thank God there are things that we must bear. There are troubles that comes our way. How there are situations that happen to us that we don't know which way to turn and we have to turn to Him and catch hold of the horns of the altar and cry and say, Lord, as a little a woman whose daughter was vexed with the devil when she cried to Jesus, we must cry to Him and say, Lord, help me. Hallelujah. We must be like David in Psalms 121 when he said, I lift up my eyes to the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, we must turn to Him in our temptations, in our trials, because we know that He is our escape. Hallelujah. He is our way out. Glory. Now, I'm sorry for some of you. I'm saying this. I done told some of them they could have my Lincoln if the rapture takes place. Yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But, but we're getting out of here. Yeah. That's right. Hallelujah. Come on, these afflictions, these light afflictions are but for a moment. Right. They're not going to last always. Just stay with it. Yes. Amen. They're but for a moment. Right. Joys are coming in the morning. Praise God. Oh, there's glory yet to be revealed in us. Hallelujah. I reckon the suffering of this present time is not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed. You wait till we get out of here. Hallelujah. Oh, for He hath made unto them kings and priests. Oh, have you ever rode along and thought about where you might live in the millennium and just what you might do, dear? Hallelujah. Well, I have, buddy. Oh, this time made a way to escape. God has always had a plan for His people. God has always had a plan for His believers. Hallelujah. He made a way for Israel after they had been 400 years down in Egypt. God made a way. He brought one out of the water by the name of Moses. Oh, he made him a leader who was slow of speech. And he gave him a spokesman which was his brother Aaron. Hallelujah. He let them out in the midnight hour. And the blood of the lamb on the doorpost. When death visited. When it visited over in that land of Goshen. Everybody that had the blood on the doorpost and on the lineal. They were not touched by the Firstborn, there's a way to it. He made a way. Hallelujah. They marched out. That they took from their enemy what the enemy had taken from them. They got their jewels. They got their goods. Hallelujah. You see, the Egyptians thought 
and that they were going to cause the Israelites to be in poverty and finally banish and be gone. But God blessed their women that their children was born and the women were strong to give birth. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And when it come time to go out, God said, go by now and get your reward and get everything that they've had and they spoil the Egyptians never whooped out a sword. But those Egyptians warned them to go. I'm telling you there's a crowd in this nation and in this world in the one with that holy roll of bunch, that fanatical bunch. We could do all right, but they disturb us. They upset us. As Mordecai did, Haman, hallelujah. But I'm telling you, God's got a way for us and we're going to get out. The time finally come when they walked out with the staff in their hand, with their shoes on and the loins girded about. And they started marching. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They marched to the Red Sea. And they looked around and here come Pharaoh and all of his army coming too. Oh, what are we going to do? Amen. They begin to chide with Moses. They begin to uh, criticize Moses. And they begin to say, Did not we tell thee to leave us alone? Didn't you know it's amazing how you can help folks and help them and just let a little trouble come along and they'll turn against you. I read a book about that too. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And, 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 uh, and sure enough, there they were mumbling and... and, 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 and and complain, and here come Pharaoh and all of his army. Chariots, wheels are bumping, chariots are rattling, horses are pawing and are running. Oh, and all of a sudden, the Lord spoke to uh, spoke to Moses and said, "Stretch out your rod over the sea." And he stretched out his rod. I really believe there's a bolt of the Holy Ghost just blowed a hole right out the end of that rod, right through that Red Sea and just opened it up. Hallelujah. Oh, they went across dry shod. Yeah, hallelujah. Oh, what happened? He made a way for their escape, a way to get out. God opened it up, but they had to do something about it. God opened it up, but they had to move. Oh, hallelujah. He made a way, but they must be willing to go that way. Praise God. And they must be willing. When He opens up the way, they walk across. And Pharaoh is saying to do the same thing. Come. And all of a sudden, Moses stretches out that rod. And again, I believe the Holy Ghost moves and sweeps about the wind back down. And down goes Pharaoh all of his army. Oh, you can't make it except you go God's way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. You'll be tested and you'll be tried and you'll be tested. But God's already made a way that you can make it. Oh, Granny made it. Our forefathers made it. Oh, yes, Paul made it. Peter made it. John made it. The Bartholomew made it. Uh, Nathaniel made it. Hallelujah. And you and me can make it. Glory. Others have made it and He's made a way that we can make it too. 
He made a way. He made a way for Daniel in the lion's den. Praise God. Oh, yes. When it looked like there was no way, He made a way. Praise God. Sometimes He doesn't get you out. He just helps you while you're in. Hallelujah. Oh, and then He made a way for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He became the fourth man in the fiery furnace, don't you know? Hallelujah. He stepped out of the eternal worlds. He stepped up from the glory throne and from the bosom of the Father. Read it. Because He told them in John, He said, I was in the bosom of the Father. He stepped out of the bosom of the Father and stepped down into the fiery furnace. And when that old king saw it, he said, Did not we throw three... I just, well, come on down. You're not going to shout anyway. And he said, Did not we throw three men in? Hallelujah. And they said, Yes. He said, I see four men are walking in the fire. And he said, this fourth one looks like uh, Jesus only. Oh no. <laughs> Hallelujah. said, he looks like the Son of God. You can tell even an old heathen king's got better sense than some of these folks is claiming uh, that it's all in one. What a mess. Uh, we, uh, Hallelujah. I mean, the, he's got a better discernment than him just an old heathen king. i got more discernment than some of these folks that's running around saying it's all just one thing. Praise God. I believe there's one God. I I believe there's one spirit, one bow. Oh, yes, I believe all that. But I believe there's God the Father. I believe there's Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. A hundred and forty times in the book of John alone, Jesus mentions the Father. And then they got the audacity to come. You can try to tell me that Jesus says God the Father. Oh, you better back up and read your Bible. Hallelujah. That's all you got to do to know that. hundred and forty times in the book of John, Jesus says, Speaks about the Father, Hallelujah, and he said, uh, "He said, my Father and I, hitherto does well. Good, I ain't got time to preach on. Oh, I'm preaching about an escape tonight. There's a way to get out of here. Oh, Hallelujah! Wherefore, son, seeing that we're compassed about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and sin that does so easily beset us, and run with patience and race and set before us." Looking unto Jesus, that's how it's came up. Looking unto Jesus, that's the way to get out of here. Look to Him. Hallelujah. He said, And if I, if I be lifted up, I'll draw on unto me. Hey, there's only way to get out. It's by Him who's a coming to draw us out. Huh? Hey, everybody looks to me. I'm going to draw them out. I'm going to get them out. There's a way to get out, and it's by me. This man, Jesus, I'll tell you who he is. He's the author. And the finisher of our salvation. Who for the joy that was set before him endureth the cross, despising the shame, has set out the right hand of God. Amen. Consider him who endured such conduct. Look here, he's been through some things too, dear friend. Who endured such contradiction? Of sinners against himself, lest you become weary in your minds and you can't fall out of grace. Great Lord, have mercy. Except you become weary in your minds and faint. 
has become unconscious. And could to the extent that you die. People do die sometimes when they think never again conscious. Backsliding it out. I wish I could wake up your conscious to realize that it's Jesus, the only escape route. Hallelujah. I said Jesus is the only escape route. He's the only way out of here. Hallelujah. I am the door. Oh, praise God. There's no other way. If any man come in here, Lord, he's as a thief and as a robber. Shake the preacher's hand till it falls off. Eat hamburgers till you can't swallow. Write your name on every church book in America. Be baptized in every mud hole in the country. But until you go to Jesus' route, you'll not get out. Jesus our hope, Jesus our salvation, Jesus our redeemer, Jesus our mediator, Jesus our propitiation, Jesus our life, Jesus our resurrection, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, glory, no wonder the psalm writer said, Jesus, Jesus, give me Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. I just wish I could get people to pay attention and really listen. Hebrews 2 and 1 said, Therefore we ought to give the more and accede to the things that we have heard. Well, he sure did preach good. I don't care so much about about you looking at my calisthenics. I don't care so much about you paying attention to my expressions. But what I'd love to do is leave you with a message that you won't forget. Hallelujah. Forget me and it's okay. But forget Jesus and you'll go down. That old boy the, from uh, from uh, down in the uh, uh, that guy from the uh, that, that old man. Uh, 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 well, I can't think of his name. In fact, uh, all I know is he is real uh, kind of halfway tall and ugly. Uh, uh, I don't remember, but I remember that he preached about a way to escape. Hallelujah! Ah, when I hear that, I'm happy. Glory to God! A way to escape. I don't remember if he was gray-headed, curly-headed. Uh, uh, my hair is kind of wavy. It won't stand up and wave at each other. Uh, but whatever, it doesn't matter about that. But what matters? He said there's a way to escape. He preached. And I believe it. Hallelujah. Therefore, we ought to give the more to see to the things that we have heard. Lest any time we let them slip. For if every word spoken by angels was well, sure and steadfast. And received a just recompense of reward. And God judged them by just by the angels preaching. And He rewarded them accordingly. How shall we escape? How shall we escape? If we neglect so great salvation.
salvation here simply comes from the, from the word means deliverer. How shall we escape if we neglect so greater? Deliverer. Greater than angels. Amen. He's in charge of, of the angels. He's in charge of it all. How shall we escape if we neglect so greater? Deliverer. Praise God. One that can save unto the uttermost all them that come unto God by Him, seeing that He ever liveth, and maketh intercessions for I'm preaching you the Bible. Praise God. How shall we escape if we neglect such as this? Such as He. Amen. How are you going to get by? This is the only route out of this thing, dear friend. I wish I could stand here and tell you tonight as some of these here hocus pocus jokus mocus stuff is going across this cutrocus is trying to tell our focus such mess about oh all you gotta do is fan like a windshield wiper and say I love Jesus and live anyway. No. If any will do, no will do Jessica and it won't do. Hallelujah. Thomas asked him and he said to him, said Master he said, uh, said, how do we know the way? How do we know where you're going? How do we know? He said, I am the way. Amen. The truth and the life. Praise God. Oh, let me tell you tonight, this is the only way to escape the wrath of God. This is the only way to escape eternal damnation. This is the only way that you can... Get by God's judgment. Praise God. He wants to be your defense attorney. He wants to be your mediator. He wants to be for you what you can't be for yourself in the presence of God. He wants to be your burden bearer, your sin bearer. He wants to take away your sin. There is no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. Nobody else can save you. Sorry, you can fly to Rome backwards. And kiss both of the big toes of the Pope and still be lost. But uh, let me tell you, if you'll come to this lowly Nazarene, the one that John saw coming out on the banks of old Jordan, and he looked at him, and, and, and the Spirit had already told him, he said, that on whom you see the Spirit descending, it is he. When old John looked at him, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God that taketh the way the sin of the world. Oh, hallelujah. Everybody's a flogging to John. Everybody's a coming out. But John said, I'm just a voice of one crying in the wilderness. I'm not the one that there's the escape route right there. There's the path out of here. That's the way to go. That's the way to get out. That's our exit. That's the escape route. Hallelujah. Uh, some of them said to John, uh, John, what about it? And he said, I must decrease, but he must increase. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm talking about a, a way of escape. Glory to God. Uh, listen tonight. You can't get out of 
here without Jesus Christ. Now you can walk out of this building with your own feet. You can go through those doors at your own wheel. You can ride down the road in the car at its power. You can do different things according to the laws of nature and the laws of this time. But there is a divine law that is ordained of the Almighty God who sits on the circle of the earth, whose heaven is His throne and the earth is His footstool, who ordained His very own Son to be our mediator and to be our sin bearer and to ransom and... Re- oh, hallelujah. I wish somebody would shout amen right there. Oh, made the price. Uh, he ordained Him to die in our stead. Hallelujah. And to pay the price that we could get. And you can't get out of here by shaking the preacher's hand. The only way is coming and confessing Him. Hallelujah. And acknowledging that you are a sinner and you need to be saved. Praise God for with the heart. A man believeth unto righteousness with the mouth confessions made unto salvation. However, the same God that is rich unto all who call upon Him. There's no difference between the Jew and the Greek for the same God is rich unto all that call upon It don't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you're a Bridges. It doesn't matter if you're a Nicholas. It doesn't matter if you're a Bullshine or whoever you are. All that matters is if you'll confess Him. Hallelujah. And repent of your sins. He'll save you. Save you. Save you for we're saved by grace through faith and that not of yourself. It is a gift of God. Lest any man should boast. For we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus under every good work. I'll tell you what. It was grace. Hallelujah. That saved us through faith. Well, nothing to boast in save in the cross of Calvary by which Jesus Christ paid the price for our sins. That ye may be counted worthy to escape the things that are coming upon all of the earth. It's coming. It's coming. Hallelujah. We got pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib. And pan-trib. Pan trip, yeah, it'll pan out. I've got some of both friends I'm talking about. I've got some folks, you know, what I'm saying. But my daddy always said that I love to catch always the first train. It's always, and I'm still do. Hallelujah. And I tell them old pals and buddies, Amen. Y'all can do what you want to. I'm going out with the first crowd. Hallelujah. I got my ticket for the first train. I got my ticket for the first flight. I got my ticket for the first escape. Hallelujah. Oh, and I don't think we're going to have to worry about an overloaded crowd either. Hallelujah. Oh, don't you know the one that was in the bed wished, uh, the left wished he had been ready to get out when the other one left? Don't you know the one that was working, the two that was working in the field and one left and the other one was taken and one left? Don't you know the one left still uh, working wishing he was getting out too? Oh, hallelujah. Uh, don't you know how the two, how that was in the bed, one taken 
and one left, two in the meat, all drowned in one, taken in one left. Don't you know the one left wish that they had been ready to go also? I'm talking about making a way to escape. Hallelujah. Oh, He's made a way tonight, dear friend, that you don't have to be left behind to suffer the things that are coming upon this whole earth. Hallelujah. I don't understand all the book of Revelations. How one brother come to me and said, have you studied the book of Revelation? You know much about the book of Revelation? I said, well, I know it's got 22 chapters. Praise God. Oh, there's a lot of things I can't explain. And I'm still a-digging and I think I got it all figured out in one chapter and the next chapter tears it up. But there's one thing that I know for a sure. Hallelujah, that I'm saved and I'm ready to go out by the escape route. Glory, glory, glory. Oh, a lot of things I can't explain. And I wish I could explain to you tonight the importance of being ready to escape. Glory to God. But there's one thing I know for a certainty. That He's a-coming and all that's ready is a-going. Praise God. I don't know of the moment and and of the time I know not. Paul writes to the church at Thessalonica in 1 Thessalonians in the 5th chapter. But he And he said, but of the times in season no need that I write unto you. For ye know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, sudden destruction shall come upon them as travail upon a woman and they shall not escape. But you are not the children of the night that this day should take you unawares. I bet the children Ah, hallelujah, do you hear me tonight? Praise God, do you hear me today? (laughs) While the sun might be setting yonder on the western skies, the sun of righteousness is ready to rise with healing in his wings, and ye shall go forth as calves to the stall. Fatted calves to the stall. Boys, first and last, I'm going to get my place in, hit my head in the place, and I'm going to eat all the biscuit and gravy I Hallelujah. As fatted calves to the stall. When is that going to happen? It's not far away. Oh, hallelujah. I wish tonight I could preach to you about a made away. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, uh, there's a lot of ways that seems right. Uh, there's a lot of people that want to tell you this way is right. Uh, the wise man Solomon even said it himself when he put out all those proverbs. Uh, and he said, there's a way that seemeth right unto man. How the devil will paint you a pretty road picture and he'll tell you that this is a good way because everybody's walking in it it's broad it's wide it's easy to go you see you don't have to change nothing you can cuss right on you can live right on like you want to you can dress like the world walk like the world live like the world love the world and go the way of the world because it's an easy way it's a wide gate and it's an easy route to travel but let me tell you how there's a Another way, and as straight as a, as a gate, and narrow as a way. Hallelujah! And there's just a few that's a walk in the line. Oh, it might seem like a tight rope, but I want to make it up to the end. What about you tonight? Glory! It's escape route. It's a way out. It's the only way. Hey! 
Oh, hallelujah. I read in the book of Genesis in the 19th chapter uh, uh, where when Sodom had got so wicked, uh, uh, when it got like a miracle is, uh, I'll tell you what, we're the Sodom of the 21st century. You hear me? Uh, you've never seen so much in all of your life. You go back and read all this mess that's uh, going on and that God judged it. Uh, God's going to judge it. Somebody said God's going to have to repent to America. If you don't judge it, God don't have to repent to nobody. He'll never have to repent to nobody. He owes nobody no repentance. But it's His goodness. It's His mercy. It's His kindness. Hallelujah. And I believe there's still a few Abrahams that's out on the hillside saying, God, spare it. God, let it live. Will you let them live for 10? Will you let them live for a little 100 over at Columbus? Will you let them live for a little 100 down in Mobile? Will you let them live for a little 100 up in Jacksonville and a 50 here and a 20 young? Lord, would you spare it? Would you spare it? But I'm telling you, He's getting ready to send somebody and it's not going to be the angels but the director of the angels. The one that said, oh, hallelujah, that's in charge of oh, hallelujah. Oh, what was the matter? I'll tell you what it was. Uh, the, the pleasures and the scenery of the days of Sodom affected the eyes. Affected the eyes of Lot. You hear me? And it affected his heart and affected his family and affected his children. Oh, listen. Lot looked on the well-watered plains of Sodom. He didn't look through the eyes of God. He didn't pray and seek God. All he could think about was prophet. All he could think about was this. Hallelujah. What was he? He had so much until him and Abraham couldn't live together and the land by him. I'm preaching you the gospel. Amen. God had blessed you. The same God that has blessed you is able to continue to bless you and will bless you if you'll hold your conviction. Uncompromising. The one that brought you out of the go is able to take you to Sweet Lamb of God. Many have sold their self to work evil in the sight of God. I'm preaching too long, but I'm feeling like preaching a little bit. The Bible said, Lot pitched his tent towards Sodom. He didn't get there the first day he started. But every day drew him nearer. I'm sorry if you differ with me, but I don't believe that you got a real experience with God and just backslide overnight. This here bunch that claims to come to our churches and get saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost all in one night, and then they backslide before the next service? No. No, 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 no. 
That's something us old timers used to use. You don't hear much use around the holiness church anymore. And it's pray through. Are you familiar with the word through? Pray through. You know, now we have revival. Well, how do you I had five to pray. Well, the Pharisees done that. Oh. Let me get back. But, Lot was down in Sodom. And Abraham, his old uncle, was out yonder, and the Lord come to Abraham first. And he come with two angels. And he visited uh, Abraham. And the Lord said, should I hide from Abraham? Things I'm going to. God ain't going to hide this thing from, from those who are really concerned. Seeing that he shall direct his children and his children's children. Abraham's going to do it right. Praise God. And he opened up the plan and he revealed it. Abraham began to plead and he began to intercede. And as he began to intercede, he dropped it all the way down to ten. The spare Sodom, Gomorrah. And the cities, now you read that in there, and the cities around about. Only reason that Zora was 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 uh, survived it was because the Lord let Lot go that Lot's request. Yes. Go read your Bible. Yes. But when the Lord come down and the angels come down, Sodom was so blinded with their sins and their lust till they could not detect. Angelical beings, holy beings in their presence. Their lust was so burning in them. Amen. I'm telling you tonight, my good friends, of just a couple of days, let's be ready to escape. Because the door's fixing to close on this thing shortly. Let me hasten on because I'm preaching too long. But let me hasten to tell you that they finally had to get Lot by the hand along with his wife and bring them out. I can see them. And the angel said, don't look back. What a, what a temptation it is. What a challenge it is. What are we leaving behind? As I said a while ago, the land could not bear his flock and his herds along with Abraham. What has he got as he leaves out of Sodom now? His own soul, his own life, his two daughters which fell into bad dark. We wouldn't have the trouble we're having with these Arabs if it hadn't have been for Lot. Come on, Come on. Fell into such blackness of sin. Great God, have mercy. But in chapter 19, the Lord said unto Lot, Escape for thy life. Get out of here. 
Get out of here. Don't stay here. It's time to take action and get out of here. Get away from this crowd this year. Get away from here. In a day when I'm seeing more folks looking back. I'm going to tell you, you don't need, don't only need to get out, but you need to get it out of you. I've heard women say, if I lost my child, the first thing I do is cut my hair. I thought to myself, yeah, 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 you ain't got it out. I've heard men say, if I lost my child, the first thing I do is I go to, you ain't got it out. You see, here's the simple fact. Uh, uh, Miss Lot got out of Sodom, but Sodom didn't get out of her. Amen. Oh, we must not only get ourselves out, but we must get it out of us. Pray until it gets out. Hallelujah. She didn't escape, brother. She just got part of the way out. She got a natural out, but the spiritual was still down in Sodom. She was so tempted. She was so desirous. She was so pulled by the cords of Sodom until she had to give her one more look. And that was her final look. She looked back and became a pillow of salt and never was able to turn around. Oh, great God, have mercy. Transfixed. Looking back. She couldn't turn around. There might be some things pulling on you tonight. There might be some things just tugging at you tonight while they're getting us a song ready to sing. And there might be some things that the pastor don't know and things that others don't know, but you know that it's tugging on you and it's pulling on you. And you feel inside that pull to go back. You feel that pull inside. And the enemy of your soul is telling you it won't hurt to just peep over your shoulders and look back for a little while. I remember, I remember several, several years ago preaching a revival that ran for six weeks. A young man there in that revival that then was out about 16 years old, wonderfully and gloriously prayed to, and God wonderfully saved his soul. A couple of years went by. He graduated from high school, and his daddy was in the in the lumber business, in the timber business. And he, and this boy only had one kidney because when he was small, I think it was a log or something. When they were in the woods, hit him, and it bruised that kidney. And they had to remove that kidney. And his daddy always had that horror of something happening to it, and he didn't want him to go back into the woods and and back and 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 he he said. Uh, uh, said no, I don't want you back, and 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 he 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 uh, he worked in a grocery store while he went through high school, but when he graduated from high school, his daddy was making good money and living good. He said, Daddy, either you let me go in the woods with you, or I'm going to join the Marines. Well, his daddy thought it'd be best for him to go in the woods rather than join the Marines. Sure enough, he went in the woods. He talked to his pastor, which is a personal friend of mine, and he said to him, said, I don't want to be a member of the church no more. 
I'm going to, I'm going to backslide. I'm going to quit church. I'm going to get out of church. Oh, you see the tug of the world. 18 years old. The tug, the pull, the pull, the pull. I feel the pull. I was wondering why I was going to preach this. I'm a feeling something, brother pastor, that I didn't feel when I come in this pulpit. I'm a feeling something that I was wondering why God do you want me to preach like I'm, oh, why? But I'm a feeling tonight. There's a tug for somebody here tonight. There's some, let me tell you, young people, you're standing on the threshold and the hole of eternity just like these older folks are. You're just a heartbeat away from another world just like these people with gray hair and wrinkled faces. Uh, but they're old, yeah, but you can die without gray hair. You can go into eternity without being old. How this young man told the pastor and his friend, uh, my friend and his friend, this pastor, was his friend, a buddy to him. And, to, and he said, I'm quitting church. I'm getting, oh, he said, don't do, oh, he said, I'm quitting. And he quit church and he got out of church. I remember us trying to go off to a little place to rest and, and nobody was supposed to know where I was but my brother-in-law and my sister and them because we'd become so exhausted and we were there with my wife and children. I saw my brother-in-law walking down that long, long uh, place that we were coming toward us. My son and me was fishing. I said to my my oldest son, I said, something's wrong. That's Uncle James. I don't know what it is. I thought it might be my, my mom. You know, I just thought of different things that it might be. It might be my sister. It might be, you know. And, and he come up there and he said, uh, Neil, he said, they're, uh, they're trying to get a hold of you. So there's, there's some sad news. What in the world? And, and, and he told me about this young man. He said he was down yonder in the woods uh, and they were moving their logging equipment from one place to another. And he turned to one of the men that was working with them. Uh, there was a five-gallon can sitting there and he said, I'll pick up the can. You get the uh, chains off and we're going out. We're going to another place. And the sun was a shining. No, no clouds in the sky. And all of a sudden a bolt of lightning fell out uh, from nowhere. Hit this young man. And, and of course the man that was with him heard the, heard the clap and turned around and he was falling, melted the buckle on his belt, uh, uh, melted the chain around his neck, and this young boy went into eternity and just been backslid for about a month and a half. Uh, oh, God, have mercy. Oh, God, have mercy. Wouldn't it have been wonderful if that pastor and me, and they wanted him and me to have the funeral, and wouldn't it have been wonderful if we could have walked in that pool pit and said, let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me, for in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go, I'll come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am there you may be also, and that we could say to our deceased who's gone, we know that he's gone to that place that's prepared. And we know that he's made it uh, only 18 years old in eternity, only backslid just a little. Oh! God help me here tonight. Uh, brother, I'm a throwing the lifeline. Uh, I'm trying to get somebody tonight. The world's a pulling the door. So take it. Uh, there's a tug to get you to look back, to get you to turn back. Uh, hear me tonight. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. We're about to escape. You're closer to eternity than you realize. Uh, we're nearing the coming of the Lord than we've ever been. Hallelujah. I'll tell you, it's just, oh, God help me tonight. Lord, I wish somebody'd get stirred. I wish somebody'd be tonight. Oh, God's made a way that you don't have to die lost. God's made a way that you don't have to go to hell. You'll go at your choice. You'll go at your own will. You'll go because you chose it that way.
I can preach till I can't. But it's your choice. It's your choice. It's your choice. It's your choice. See that you refuse not that speaketh from heaven. Hebrews 11 and 25. Jesus was Jerusalem's escape route. But they refused. He stood there and wept and cried and said, How would I have gathered you together? But you would not. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Stand with us. Stand with us. Tonight. Somebody's going to have to cut loose some more lines that's trying to pull you. Are they going to tow you off a course and cause you to make shipwreck of the faith? On the belts and sea sands of eternity lies countless shipwrecks of those who started and got off a course. Therefore we ought to give the more and heed to the things that we have heard lest any time we let them slip. That word slip simply comes from the word beginning to drift and slide away. There's more people slip out of church than fall out of church. Gradually. Gradually. I'm here to preach to you tonight, and I don't know nothing about you personally, but I'm here to preach to you tonight. God's got a way for you to escape, and you better get a hold to it right. Cut loose everything else and go with the Master while they sing for us. Oh, God, help us tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost moving in the midst of us. I feel the pleading spirit. Oh, God. 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 There's no need. Oh, God. Oh, God. But the more you see me, there's a lot of Trying to be as honest as I can. I'll go down seven times, and a tree I'll even climb. I'll even tear the road. Would you come tonight and say, Lord, let me anchor myself in these steadfast and sure.
The writer of the book of Hebrews talks about the by buying two immutable things, it's impossible for God to lie. But we have fled for a consolation, a refuge, gone to Him. And then He says, for a hope. And He said, for which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast. You better get anchored tonight, friend, in the right thing so you can escape. While our sister sings again, I'm asking you tonight, somebody here tonight, you're having some problems with some things. You're having some pull from the other side. You're having some temptations. You're having some things that's coming your way. And the devils are pulling and the worlds are pulling and it's a tugging at you. But I'm telling you tonight that you can have victory over this thing tonight. John said, this is the victory that overcometh the world, even your faith. Will you come tonight and believe Him and say, Lord, I'm coming tonight. I'm asking you to help me and give me victory. Lest this thing pull me away and I'm not having an escape route. Oh, God's made a way through Christ Jesus that the ties of this world can be broken. They can be cut loose and you can have liberty. Praise God. Galatians 5 and 1. Paul said, Stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has made you free and be not entangled with the yoke of bondage. Listen. The devil's trying to pull something on somebody. The devil's trying to pull you back. You better come on tonight and say, Lord, help me to get loose from this thing so I can escape the things that's coming on this world. Praise God. Would you pray? Would you pray? Would you pray? Would you pray? Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Let us pray. Seek ye the Lord while it may be found.